Chiniga Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more. So I learned a very valuable lesson yesterday at the gym, actually. What? I was in the locker room, and I will tell you what that lesson is in a second. Um, but it's about communicating with people. Oh, God. And spreading your message. I've been telling you, you need to be a better communicator since I've known you. No, that's not, it's not about me. I was trying to be a good communicator. Okay. And someone let an opportunity pass right in front of them because they didn't feel like engaging in a conversation. In the locker room? Uh, Yeah, kind of. Well, anyway, I'll explain that in a second. It is the My Day Friday podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. Uh, I haven't made a new intro that is worthy of Carla Marie's um, approval. So here we go. Use the club horn. I want to know how people feel about the club horn. I think the club horn is stupid. Well, let us know. Because it's just this. It's all right. Let's do a podcast. All right. So yesterday I was at the gym and I was uh, showered. I was getting dressed. And there's this kid who I think went to University of Washington. And he was talking about getting like a sponsorship for something. And so I start listening. And then he starts talking about this podcast that he's doing and how there's some big festival he wants to get into, all this stuff. So casually, as he was having the conversation, I turned and said, oh, is this a podcast you're talking about? And he was like, yeah. And I said, what is it? And he just looked at me like I was kind of bothering him. Yeah. And he was like, it's called First Nations. And then just turned around and started having like having the conversation. Keep- Kept the conversation what going. A dick. Which, listen, he was having his own conversation. I get it. But here's where well, I had a problem. if you're trying to push the thing you're doing, you need to not be a dick to anyone. Exactly. Let alone, not even saying you never know what, what they could yeah. work, where they could help you. It's just someone was inquiring about the thing you're trying to get pr- promotion exactly. for, and idiot. that's where I hate this guy. That's where I found Show the problem. I don't know what he looks like. And listen, the podcast might be great. And it's something like. No, I didn't even erase the name. No, no, no. Um. But I searched First Nation podcast and mm-hmm. a bunch of different things came up. It was like top 10 lists for you get. podcasts about First Nations and Native American history and all this other stuff. And I thought to myself, you know, it stinks that he was so focused on trying to get some sort of money or right. advertising or whatever he was trying to get for his podcast that he wasted the opportunity to actually spread the message that he was trying to spread with the money. He could have done it for free. And I'm, I'm not saying I would have changed his life, but it at least would have been oh. one more person who knows what he would have been doing. Who and knows? It could be a great podcast. Yeah, it could be an awesome podcast, and I'd be able to talk about it on the radio or on our podcast or or somehow bring it into the iHeartRadio family, and I have no idea. Sounds like a douche noggin to me. It could have been. And I think more so than being a douche noggin, which there's definitely that possibility. He sounds like a preppy white frat kid. Well, he was Native American, uh. so I think that was the whole point of the podcast. Um, but I think sometimes the lesson that I learned is Sometimes you have blinders on. Mm-hmm. I just hit the microphone. Hey, that's my piece of advice. Don't tell people. Sometimes you have blinders on. It's mine. Okay, you're not letting me finish. You're just writing notes down as I talk. What are you doing? I'm scribbling. So sometimes you have blinders on, and even though you're focused on one thing, you, you might miss out on other opportunities or other ways to get the same thing that you wanted. Okay. That's I, what I was saying. That is the piece of advice that I give everyone because someone gave it to me, and then the opportunity for the morning show in Seattle came up, and it was... I. Don't think I would have jumped at the opportunity to move across the country if I hadn't heard that advice. But how she said it was like, don't set goals. And then she followed up with like, okay, 
set goals, but when you set your goals, don't only look at them because another path could open up and you're like, nope, not going on that road. I'm on this one, but that road could lead to something amazing. But it's just, for me, it was also like, had we had a 30-second conversation, I would have known what the podcast was. I would have given it a listen. I would have been able to do a lot of that stuff. And now I don't. Yeah, it's funny. I still have no idea what it is. I actually gave that piece of advice to someone this week. Really? Because I'm on a chain mail of some sort. Oh, this is ridiculous. Okay, it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually really cool. So I first got the email from Sam at Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. And it's like, women empowerment, you're supposed to email the person who's listed below with a piece of advice. And there was like, someone's name was there. Don't know who she was. So who sends you the email? Sam sent it to me. Okay. And it was like, email the person below. And there was some girl's name, Amy. Email her with a piece of advice or a quote or a poem or a book or something that has inspired you. Okay. And once you do that, take the body of this email and paste it into a new email. Okay. Then take my name, Sam's name. Put it in the email and send to 20 of your friends. So now 20 of my friends are emailing Sam oh, with I get a it. quote. So I emailed 20 girls, and a lot of them were all from Seattle. That mm-hmm. Sam has probably Sam has met one or two of them. Okay. So at least 18 strangers that Sam has never met from Seattle, they're now emailing a girl in New York. So when I did that, it's crazy what started coming back to me. Other people that I know kind of in that circle started emailing me locally from Seattle. So what types of... Um, pieces of advice have you received so far, Carla Marie? Well, I'm going to pull that up, but I emailed Amy with that advice about um, the best advice I ever got. Who's Amy? So I said, and I don't know, I don't know if we've ever met, whatever. Oh. She's actually was an intern at Elvis well after me and now works for, I think it's Warner Music Group. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Let me find it. Someone sent me a Brene Brown book that they really recommend. Brene Brown? Brene? Brene. Oh, I thought you were trying to say Brene and you were no. saying it wrong. Uh, Brene Brown is, um, uh, she has the whole vulnerability, like TED Talk mm-hmm. that was on Netflix. She also has a ton of great books. Um, I've been thinking about doing some sort of like book club, but I don't read fast enough or consistent enough to do so. So this girl, Samantha, came to me because uh, Andrea, who does our pictures, who I sent her an email. Oh, geez, yeah. And Andrea emailed her and now Samantha had to email me with a quote. It's kind of cute. It's like a taking chain mail that was like your whole family's going to die if you yeah, don't send this don't. to something better. And she emailed me a quote, an ode to fearless women by Nikita Gill. I haven't read this yet, by the way. Defined by no man, you are your own story, blazing through the world, turning history into her story. And when they dare tell you about all the things you cannot be, you smile and tell them, I am both war and woman and you cannot stop me. This poem inspires me to be vulnerable yet fierce and move through life my own pace toward my own destiny. I hope you feel beautiful beautiful today. All the best, Samantha. So our Sam sent that to you? No, this is a different, a different Sam, Sam. That my friend Andrea knows. Oh, okay. Now it all makes sense. Because my name, when I emailed those 20 girls, they, have they to then, then had to put my name when they each email. So how many have you received so far? Not that many. Hold on. No, I, so that I means a lot of people are not actually doing it. Because then you would end up getting 20 emails back, right? If you email 20 people. No, I'm sorry. Those 20 girls yeah. on my list all emailed Sam. So Sam should have gotten 20. So right. who emails you? I'll tell, you right now. I'll tell you right now. So what I'm understanding so far is Sam sent you this email. You're one of the 20 people that Sam from Elvis's show yeah. put on this chain. Yeah. You then respond to Sam. I, oh, no, no, no. You send that same email to 20 other people no, no. with the second. I don't know. <laughs> Give it to me in steps here. You're, you're jumping around with different names. Give me person A. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. 
I'll tell you, I have to look at the first one Sam sent to me. It's really cool, and I suggest starting it with, like, your friends and your circle if you can. So female encouragement and empowerment. We start email, collect up, blah, blah, blah. This is how you do it. It should be a favorite text first. Don't agonize over it. After you've sent a short perm to the poem to the person in position one, which was this girl, Amy, who I had to email. Okay. She's position one. And only to that person, copy this letter into a new email. In the text, move my name, so Sam's name, yeah. to position number one. And put your name, me, Carla oh. Marie, in position number two. Only my name and your name should show in the copy of the email. Then send the email to yourself and BCC 20 friends. So what if people listening right now, Carla Marie, mm-hmm. wanted to do this with you? I can like, do it. Like if I can if, start a new one. If someone emails you right now at um, mydayfridayshow at gmail. Okay. Okay. Can you then send them this email and they can start it with their friends? Absolutely. I, I think can, we should do that. I can do it with, um, well, let's do guys and girls. Yeah, and whoever. I'll put mine and yours on there. It could be the Carla Marie and Anthony My Day Friday Collective. So email my day fr- Friday show at Gmail and in the subject line just put um uh like chain mail chain mail just yeah, put chain, chain mail. mail and then we'll I'll figure out a way to get it started. So my day Friday show at gmail.com. Yeah. Do that. Now do I have to do anything? No, you're you're gonna have to give quotes to people. So Oh, I can do that. Okay. I'm trying to think now because you have this quote that you've carried around with you for a long time. Yeah. From was that uh Gail? No, it wasn't Gail, but Gail was on the panel. Um I always So Gail is one of the like the head women here, head people in general at iHeartRadio. I I couldn't remember her name, and I asked Gail who it was, and she actually connected me with the woman who it was, and I was able to tell her how amazing her quote was. I think we talked about it on the podcast, um, and I, I can't freaking find it for the life of me. I, I don't know if there's one quote. I, I love quotes, too. Like, I write them down randomly. I've got notes in my phone well, with quotes. Up, you got a Google Keep of all your notes. You I can actually just deleted it. <gasps> Why? Um, I don't know. I wasn't really using it, so I deleted it. It was I don't like digital clutter. Oh god. Just like I don't like physical clutter. Um Excuse me. But there are I think there are a lot of quotes I use. I can't think of one that I've like used over and over or remembered. There's one lately that you sent me and it was like I don't know, something about being lazy probably. You you like a lot of quotes like that. Motivational like, quotes? Yeah. Not motivational, but like do your work or someone else is gonna get the worm. One of those. <laughs> Eat the birds or someone's going to kill your worm, yeah, right? Yeah, Is that yeah, the yeah. one? That's it. You yeah, love yeah. the worm quotes. Two birds get one bird. <laughs> two two worms get one bird in the bush. What? <laughs> That's a whole new level now. Um, I read an article that said that tipping as an idea is going away. I think it should. It says that it's archaic. And I didn't finish reading the article. So I got oh, like cool. half, I got halfway through and it was saying that the idea of tipping is archaic. And I started thinking like, yeah, why do restaurants not pay people a full amount of money to work. In Seattle, they do now. Mm-hmm. But by doing that, they're automatically putting a tip on your bill. Well, here's the dilemma, I think, in the food service industry. If you're a great server, mm-hmm. you probably make more money on tips than you would if you had a regular wage, like a, a minimum minimum wage. I could see that, but at the same time, like, honestly, how, when was the last time you were at a restaurant where you were like, that was amazing service. I need to tip them way more than 20%. I've done that. No, you no, haven't. Maybe not way more, but an extra like if it's a big bill, I'll throw an extra five or 10 bucks on there. But also, you've gone overseas, Carlin. You've gone to yeah, Europe. So. Their service is terrible. I know. But they don't get tips. Exactly. That's the whole point. They get a regular wage. So it's almost like um, some customer service companies. Okay. Right? 
a lot of them don't necessarily care about the service. They, they get their salary. They're not necessarily tied to the company they're doing customer service for because it's usually like um, almost like a collective or an agency that does it for a bunch of different companies. So the service goes down. So I'm a little bit torn because I agree that, listen, if I go to the cafe downstairs and I order something that's already pre-made and all they're doing is handing it to me, I should not have to tip. And they have that little square digital thing. The card reader, and it's like, do you want to tip 20%? So, no, I don't. You just handed me a water bottle. That's what this panel, was. this panel, this article was talking about. It says that, like, this one guy is like, I only go to, like, McDonald's or convenience store so that I don't have to tip because I don't want to go to a cafe mm-hmm. where you have to tip. It's frustrating. If you tip it, he's like, why don't I tip the people at Costco? They help me put my stuff in a cart. It's true. Like, think about a bagger in a grocery store, if you have a lot of stuff, does way more, no offense, than a barista if I'm getting a black coffee. Well, yeah, but if you go to, like, a Starbucks, you're not... Tipping that person, are you? What? Do you? Yeah. Why? Well, n- not because I pay in the app. I don't anymore because it's kind of weird. It doesn't give me the option it used to. Yeah. But yeah, I tip all the time for coffee. All the time. I mean, I guess I don't really order that often from places like that, but I don't, I don't think I ever have. It's like you're standing there. Your job is to give me the coffee. Um, now, if you're bring, if I'm sitting at a restaurant, and you're bringing it to my table. I think that for some reason that the service is, I guess that's different. I'm now I'm so torn. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard. So though I was intrigued by it because it was saying like people who are traveling to America are sick of it because they have to get tip like their cab driver. Yeah. Then you tip your person who takes your bags up to your hotel room. I think tipping your cab driver is stupid. I also one of the reasons that I liked using Uber when it first came out was that there was the whole thing was you don't have to tip. It's all built in. Yeah, and now you and can now tip. there's a tip for Uber, and I'm like, What's- you're just. You're getting paid to drive yeah. me around. That's that's the whole agreement here. You're not doing anything now. If it's a super long trip, or- sometimes if they care, like help, sometimes they'll help me with my bags, or like if it's if they're not sure where to go, like they'll make sure yeah. I stay in the car, like things like that. But no. And if you're an Uber driver and you want to comment and tell me like how the money breakdown works, that's great. My day Friday show at Gmail. But if you're if your argument is well, we don't make enough money on the rides, that's the problem between the drivers and Uber. Or the pricing no, system. No, exactly. And that's, that's the same thing with restaurants. Like, yeah. you're paying me $7 an hour. You should be paying me more. I keep talking myself from one side of this conversation to the other. Okay. I don't know. I found uh, Wendy Goldberg is who gave me that quote. What? Oh, we are so far from that quote I know, now? I know, but I, I I had to find her name and it was driving me nuts. So then how many emails have you received? We're going to go back to the email conversation now. Wendy Goldberg was the woman at iHeartRadio I understand that. I've only received three or four. What are the pieces of advice you've oh, received? Oh, God. I, I, I am not prepared for this email searching today. It's not that hard. You pull up your phone. Do you have any idea how many emails I get? Yeah. No. Because I get a ton as it's well. three times as more because you don't interact with people, so they don't send you emails. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Well, you got to learn how to work the system like I have. It's actually, it's, it's to the point where it's nauseous, when I, nauseating when I look at my email. You're nauseous? Uh, yeah, I am nauseous. Kelly Hansen, who works for King 5 here, okay. ended up sending me one because probably because I sent one to Andrea. And she said, her quote was, I hope you aren't held back because of a number and that you don't rush into things because it feels like time is slipping by. I hope you do what's right for you. Hold on, slow down, and breathe in. Your age is your age, but more importantly, your life is your life. Don't change your journey so that it matches someone else's. We need to walk different paths so the whole world can be explored. Revel in the differences and enjoy where you are in this moment. Hashtag do you always. Do you, comma, always. It was hashtag do you always. Oh, okay. Like, yes, do you always. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you know what? I do have a quote. And it was from a podcast I listened to, our friend Menace. 
uh, from The Woody Show. Yeah, see, this is the one you told me lately. I yeah. know exactly what you're going to say. So he had Joe Coy, who's a comedian, uh, grew up in the Seattle area, yeah. now lives in L.A. and Vegas. Hilarious guy. And go check out his specials. Um, it's Joe, J-O space K-O-Y. Mm-hmm. He's Filipino, hilarious. They were talking about kind of the grind and how I guess they both worked in the hotel industry for oh, wow. a little bit and just attitudes that a lot of people have in the workplace. And Joe Coy's quote was something along the lines of, be that same person you were when you interviewed for the job that you wanted to get. I love this. Because I'm going to use it. And he said something along the lines of like, listen, even if it's a crappy job, I'm sure that when you interviewed for it, maybe it's not your dream job, but when you interviewed for it, the person, the manager or whoever that was hiring you said, yeah. probably asked you questions like, are you going to be motivated every day to come to And you to were work? like, I'll do anything to get this job. Yeah. And now you're at work like, I have to go to a meeting. And it's, and we complain all the time. All the time. That's why I, that's why I, it resounded so, or was so resounding to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you took me back just over four years ago. I know. To do this morning show. It's crazy. I mean, we we still do almost everything that we can do to maintain what we have here and grow day over day, week over week, year over year. Um, but yeah, sometimes you get a little bit of an attitude, and sometimes you don't. You take things for granted, and I think it's always remember you're a lot. Listen, you're a lot to complain, but every now and then, step back and say, "Am I the same person? Am I carrying myself the same way that I did when I interviewed for this job that I wanted? The one because remember, generally speaking." If you have a job, you ask someone for that job. Whether you're in customer service, whether you're a gas station attendant, whether you're on the radio, TV, whatever, you basically yeah. had to ask you and say, hey, it, probably. can you hire me? This is my resume or I have no experience. Will you take a chance on me? Or would that person be proud of the person that you are today? It's a good, like, check yourself once a week, like yeah. on a Wednesday. <laughs> Think that, about doesn't, it. that doesn't mean you can't grow within your within your job. Like, I don't yeah, do the like, same are you things. not the same person who interviewed for that job? And are you completely different now or want things differently? But the passion should still be there. But the, not if you don't love your job. If That's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. If your passion isn't there, then you need to move on. That's it's true. not your job's fault. It's you changed. Was this just a motivational podcast? Well, I thought the one you were going to say from Joe Coy was no comps. Oh, no comps is also good. I ain't giving you crap for free. And I've been trying to do that, too. I've been trying to keep that, not for myself, but like there's... um. An artist that we're working with, he has some cartoons of, of Carla Marie and I. Mm-hmm. There's also some other things I'm working at that, about uh, working on that Carla Marie does not know. Mm-hmm. And these are people who would probably trade out some of their time for social media exposure or radio exposure right. or whatever. And I said, no, this is what you do for a living. You deserve what you get for your time. Yeah, I've been noticing that like a lot of side hustlers are like, hey, I'm sending you something. And for a while I was like, okay, thank you. Like the people I'd have on my podcast. And that's fine. So it's often like a gift. Like, thank you for having me on your podcast. But lately, I'm like, time out. You're a small business. Yeah. Uh, like, if you want to give me a discount code, that's fine. Like, I understand because you're giving it to the people who listen to the podcast and I can use that. Yeah. Like, you don't need to send me something you have worked probably hours on because a lot of these people handcraft their things. I'm going to order it. And that's what I've been doing lately. And I learned that uh, also from my cousin, Michelle, who was just on the Food Network. Yeah. I posted about her on my Instagram, at Worst Anthony. Because a lot of people, whether it's family members, friends, casual people that we know in our lives, will ask her to bake things. God, no. And they'll either ask for it for free or for like a crazy discount. She's like, I'm still, just because I know you doesn't mean I'm spending less time working on these things. And she works for herself. She, she sustains herself. I cursed her out. Why? She was trying to give me a discount. I don't remember what the outcome was, but I told her, I said, listen to me. No. I said, is this how much you normally, 
is this how much you charge normal people? And she's like, you're not normal people. And I was like. No, she did make a cake for my Breaking Bad uh, season finale or series finale party. And which that was, was kind of cool. She just, yeah, you she made it. You better Venmo her right now. She didn't ask. No, Venmo her. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those things where you have to value yourself to make other people value you. Exactly. And that's the whole no comps thing. And what he was talking about was when he does shows now, especially his big Netflix shows, he doesn't give out any comps. I love that. If you want, and comp is like a, a comp free ticket, ticket or a free ticket. Um, if you want to go, you pay. That's it. It's like it's such a novel idea. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean when you're coming up and you're grinding that you shouldn't want to get people who can influence your circle to show up to your events and stuff like that. That's different. But yeah. at some point, no comps. You've established yourself. I said Own that, it. I Own put it. that on my vision board for last year. So well, No comps? Mm-hmm. Were you giving out I comps said, to things? I said, value yourself, no handouts. I like that. Why did this turn into a motivational podcast? I don't know, because we're old AF. I like going back to other My Day Fridays. Let's redo some of them. <laughs> if we were old AF, we wouldn't be playing a club horn. True. Wait, what old My Day Fridays? I got, um, I'm listening to, I heard some randomly because my friend um, Kayla is listening to old ones. She'll message me and be like, oh my God, this was so funny. In 2015, you said this. I'm like, what? And like I'll listen to it, and it's funny because we're just like, "Wow, this is a great song." Do you remember it was on the Disney Channel back in the day? And it's so stupid. well, yeah. The music used to be we used to play way more music in the podcast, which you can't really do now. No, but sometimes we, we slip. have been, you know, Beach Boys. If we're singing over it, we can do whatever we want. I feel I like how funny would it be if the Beach Boys sued us? That would be pretty funny. Beach Boys sue My Day Friday podcast. Oh, okay. Before we leave, um, our friend Zena Burns. Uh, she works for a media company and she tweeted out some of her favorite podcasts and My Day Friday is one of them because we worked with Zena in New York. Oh, I wish I would have known that. I would have done a better podcast today. Uh, you know. <laughs> so she tweeted out, but then also tweeted two other CNN podcasts that she loves and one of them was Poppy Harlow's and Poppy Harlow responded to the tweet, oh, which cool. is crazy. And then Zena's like, respond to her because maybe if you get in with her, like you can get to go to Don Lemon's house. And I was like, don't mess with me. I love Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo is a dill. Where do they live? I guess in the New York area. Don Lemon that's where has a house in the Hamptons. Obvi. Oh my God. Imagine we can spend New Year's Eve wasted with the CNN cast. They're so fun on New Year's Eve. I'm going to plant the seed. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. Uh, all right. We are out of here. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you want to join Carla Marie's little chain mail gang, whatever she's got going chain on over gang. there. Uh, my gang. Day Friday show at Gmail. It's going to be called Gang Gang. Okay, I'm just going to hit the club horn now. You just sounded ridiculous. Chaniga Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more.